0: Welcome to another edition of Mass Mats and Ma'am. I'm your host, The Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on Twitter at JustinHarvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMMShow75. You can find Byron Fever at Byron Fever. And you can find... Uh, sharphand Casey at the end of the universe. at NAMBLA.com, yes. you can find Casey. No, he doesn't like those anymore. He got over that. He's a fandom
1: First of all Byron, they're a nonprofit organization.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me you're gonna put Nambla over in any fashion. <laughs> Dear Lord. He's the one who mentioned them
2: because he got, the e just got a circle around it. Like, remember when you remember when
1: you uh, donated all that money and got that tote bag, Byron?
2: Uh, I didn't do that. And it's like, that that would be in my taxes. Like I can prove I didn't do that. (laughs) Look, I can't believe this is where we're starting this episode. There's so much to talk about. we're starting hot with NAMBLA. Jesus. I'm just saying Casey can't prove things that he says he didn't do. Also in the same conversation as NAMBLA.
0: Listen, Megan's law, let's move on. Um, we got a lot to get to tonight. There's all sorts of stuff going on. There's, oh, McGregor Mayweather, Um, Byron, if you haven't noticed, is actually watching this week's Lucha Underground as we speak. So there may be some reactions going on from Byron. What do you think of fucking face off this week, Byron? I
2: thought it could suck a dick. Who cares? Are you kidding me? It was fucking great. I have a whole new setup, dude. I'm sure it's a good show, but I don't watch it. I don't watch TV. You're watching TV right now, Byron. We're watching you watch TV. Life is complex. With many different faces oh jesus christ
0: um hey get your mass mats and mayhem shirts get them i'll post a link at hey, some get point point. punish your fucking
1: Punisher shirts because they didn't fuck him up like iron fist yeah jimmy yet no.
2: pentagon yeah. just kicked our henness in the head
0: oh yeah keep watching there's more
1: <laughs> oh, and um, for the viewers, uh, I did say on Twitter that if our Hennes won the match, I would never watch Lucha Underground again. I think you can see me at ringside during this match, so I think I knew what happened. Uh, but I did watch the show this week, but I also watched a lot of other shit this week. I watched like, way more TV than I normally do.
0: Did you see Blood Drive yet? I haven't seen it yet. Blood Drive... It's the shit.
1: Fucking amazing. And um, my buddy Reed uh, had told me dude, you're going to love this blood drive show uh, because he, he used to work for the production company that did it. And he's been following this since it was like a script that they bought on spec, I think.
0: So it's like a serious version of death race, except you need blood to make your car go.
1: It's so not serious though. It, it's <laughs> basically death race, but you need blood to get the car to go. Which um, I I think there is a movie out with a, a car. Uh, it's called just like Blood Car or something like that though. <laughs> and uh, the, about cars that need blood to run. It's on Shutter. But dude, this this was pretty good. It's good if you like you know the Grindhouse feel the stuff. And oh yeah.
0: Like, so, legit. it'd be a perfect show for El Rey if they could afford to make the show.
1: Right. Like, I actually think it captures the Grindhouse feel more than From Dust Till Dawn did. And I don't know if it's because I watched it online or what, but it's really not censored. A lot of fucks.
0: A lot of fucks. Really? For Sci Fi yeah. Channel? Well, Sci Fi Channel pushed it a little bit with The Expanse and a few other shows where they they got. Wow, look at Byron's face. What the hell?
2: Or is just threw one of those cutters. I've never seen that before. our Henneses pulling out all the indie finishers trying to put down Pentagon Dark. You know
1: what's funny is you're saying you've never seen this when you were at fucking ringside during this match. I can see you.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Like there's some dives in these matches and stuff that I went to the other side that we didn't have a very good view of.
1: And you know what else? It's that these tapings were over a year ago at this point. So we don't remember shit anymore been a while my wrestling memory and i don't remember half of the matches that happened in the fucking cueto cup
0: well listen byron i hope you're watching on on our variable speed app that me and casey use so that you get through this quickly because i'm going to talk face off and then we got to talk about the uh the cueto cup you want to know what i'm not watching it on i'm not watching this on sling i'm not watching it on sling either because my sling glitched and i paid the extra five dollars and i was a little upset by that Wow, I watched it on uh, a Time Warner app yesterday, so I had to wait till the West Coast. I couldn't tweet the live uh, East Coast, which people probably noticed, but I was able to tweet the uh, live West Coast and finally watch it, and I thought it was a great episode, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about a a great, great program. by. Facebook. the Lucha
1: Underground account didn't tweet the West Coast feed either, so hey.
0: Well, Um, uh, no, the Lucha Underground account did, but it was like 20, 25 minutes into the show. Oh,
1: right. oh wait. set your alarm next time. Not Yoni. Anyway,
0: Don't even Casey's a harsh critic. You'll never make oh. him happy. I've been trying to make Casey happy for years. Um, hey,
1: face off made me happy this week.
0: Okay. Al Kirsten, Nick, Laura, Phil, Nelson, Jill, Andrew, Faina, Kirsten, Joseph, Casey, Suzanne. Did I forget anyone? No, and it's not me. It's a female Casey. It's not me. Are any of them any good Casey? Um, what's your general yeah. assessment of the new field of of uh, competitors here on this season of Face Off? Fuck, man. I Divide am and, conquer. and conquer. Oh, and uh, Pentagon. Pentagon. Uh, Wait, we can't all talk at once, Byron. It doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, no yeah, one don't can don't hear us. This
2: has to happen because it's... Byron's, Byron's excited. What, what happened? Somebody it. broke? got an arm broken? Pentagon broke our Genesis arm. Our yeah. head, I'm going to say, deserved it. News because splash. I
1: started to break his arm chant, and he, he likes to please his fans. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, Justin, the guy that runs Immortal Mass that was one of the foremans of the team. I forget uh, his
0: name. Uh, that would be... Um, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Dude, <laughs> his shit is awesome. You like him? Yeah. Okay. So if you see you,
1: uh, if you follow me on Twitter for a while, you might see a picture of me and Kevin hanging out with a zombie and a bunch of masks behind us. That's a mortal mass. They do good stuff.
0: Um, and, um, Listen, does he have the upper hand because some of these other guys seem like they're very on the novice level of having day jobs and making a couple masks during Halloween or whatever. And like, maybe they got some goods, but they might not have the, the ability to do this stuff on, at the speed that face off requires.
1: I think that he's got an advantage. I think that Fina's got an advantage, but Fina was good. She actually works for Immortal Mass. Also, I don't know if they just met on the show and now she works for them, or if they're just leaving that out of the show. But she gotcha. works for them. It says on her Twitter. Uh, if you follow the Face Off account and just follow the last few people that they followed, it's the season, so you can get everybody uh, on your Twitter because they do good work and. Uh, yeah. I kind of picked the loser before it happened, but I think we should talk about the format a little bit.
0: Um, there yeah, two- let's talk about it. And then we can talk about some of these characters cause I have a, a few notes, but I, I do like yeah. the divide and conquer format, which is what they're calling this season face off divide and conquer. So what's the setup case? It's basically
1: real world road rules challenge, except they make fucking masks like they're on two teams, but, uh, there's going to be a top look for the winning team. So we still get our top looks like we always do. And there's going to be a bottom look and people going home from the losing team. And, uh, they didn't fuck us on an elimination this week. Like they did last season. We got one right away.
0: And yeah, that uh, was much better. I like that a yeah. lot. Somebody needed to go. They need to thin the herd here.
1: And, uh, they have to appoint foreman, but I think the foreman changes week to week. That's what it sounded like.
0: Yeah, it's more like The Apprentice, I think, where where maybe the foreman will get held accountable for what the team did, or yeah. maybe just someone who sucked really bad on the team will get the fucking hammer.
1: Which uh, we did see the foreman get lumped in with his bottom look people for not pulling them out of their rut, but...
0: Well, let's talk about that. That was Al yeah. who at the very beginning looked like a front runner to me, but then really quickly, like he's a front runner because he's got like 30 years of experience and he's worked yeah. in other houses and he's done some legit shit. But then you start to almost immediately realize that he was super out of touch. Like the modern makeup world may have passed Al by <laughs> yeah. um, some yeah. of my other favorites were uh, corpse girl, Laura. Her bio package was hilarious and did no favors for her whatsoever. She looked like garbage. Um, uh, yeah, she's corpse
1: girl because she learned makeup from doing it on corpses as a mortician's assistant. Yes. Um, Baina was interesting. No story, but she wasn't turning them into werewolves.
0: Right. And it was like, I, I don't know what that, you know, you're doing makeup on corpses. You're not making people into corpses. That's what we're trying to do here. Oh, shit. But what if she dude that would be
1: awesome though like if you could die and make the person turn you into a werewolf in your coffin <laughs> that that would be that's a new niche market that i think needs servicing
0: okay you know who i've got love for right um i'm gonna guess faina no well i like faina i'll tell you why in a minute but no jill jill's from cleveland she has a day job in um uh retail or some shit. And she wants to win and get out of her shitty day job and life in Cleveland, which is pretty much every Clevelanders dream. So, like, I have to be pulling for Jill because that's just got to happen, right? I got to pull for Casey
1: also, not just because of a name thing, but because I I see her at Monsterpalooza with her table. And I right. see Immortal Mass at Monsterpalooza with their table. So I'm pulling for them, even though they're on opposite teams because I know they're into it. Like I've seen them. Like a lot of these people I don't recognize, but not all of them are from California. There's actually like a good spread this time.
0: Yeah, Phil seemed pretty solid. Um, I've seen, uh, I, I have seen Foreman guy uh, right. for the Andrew, other. Two. Andrew and Al were the two foremen.
1: Al, I've seen Al at cons before. Well, he's, he's
0: been, very, he's been in the business for 30 years. I would hope he would yeah. go to a con. You can't work all year round. Um, he's very so,
1: recognizable.
0: So anyway, this challenge, let's get into it because I know American Werewolf in London is up there on your list, Casey. But uh, this is a fucking werewolf challenge right off the bat.
1: It's pretty cool because they got to go. uh, It looked like they said they were in the forest. It looked like it was deep in Griffith Park. But yeah, it was
0: um, real deep next to the observatory.
1: (laughs) But they got to hang out with some real wolves, which is dope. I would have loved to do that.
0: Okay, and this is why I like fighting because when those real Worlds came out, she was legit stoked. Like, I think she got a girl chub and rubbed one out right then and there because she was super into the wolves. And being a reality TV producer, I can tell you right now, you know, when you get a genuine reaction compared to some fake like, oh, can you act fucking excited about this? Blah blah. blah. No, she was like full on girl chub excited about those fucking wolves coming out. And I was yeah, like, I like, like this girl
1: when they got to pick the wolves. She went over to the guy. She's like, dude, I think we should pick this one. I think we should pick the black and white one. He looks so awesome. And it's like, OK, cool, cool. They yeah,
0: this girl is into some occultish macabre shit. I can tell you that right now
1: yeah probably. that's legit too <laughs> who is it? but uh the other team picked the white wolf because I-, I don't know maybe they played a little too much magic the Gap. and oh fuck, no <laughs> it wasn't magic it was vampire the masquerade that was the joke i was trying to make i totally
0: fucked so it close up. so edited, close dustin edit it um no editing we're live we are so live right now sorry pal it's live um uh, you know kevin i think kevin cross is probably watching too and i think he's going to note the amount of fuck-ups that you have tonight and the cyto um, slams uh, for each fuck-up you make tonight, Case.
1: It's all right. I don't need a neck. I work in IT. I sit down all day.
0: And you guys got to stick around, too, because I'm going to tell you why Kevin Cross was the winner of the week two weeks ago and why he might be the loser of the week this week. We'll oh, get to that.
1: No, if he's listening to the show, he's the fucking winner of the week. God damn it.
0: Now, I'm going to tell him why he's the loser of the week. And I might get... Murdered for, but I'm going to tell Kevin cross why he's the loser of the week. If he's listening, I'm going to be the only one left that he doesn't want to murder because I I see his point of view is right all the time. It's not about his
1: point of view. It's not
0: necessarily his fault that he's losing, but we'll get to it. I'll tell you uh,
1: anyway. Anyway, love your work, Kevin, but face off. I hope he walks face off and I hope he delivers a Saito to whoever decided on the, the white wolf team's fucking designs because Christ, suplex those motherfuckers this i mean was
0: it was very- so obvious from the beginning of the episodes like okay well that team's going to be in the bottom look that the, and this is that owl guy's team that we're talking about really bad choices and and part of the challenge is they have to do an alpha wolf that you know the pack leader a beta wolf the number two in command and an omega wolf which is supposed to be your submissive wolf yeah these motherfuckers decided fire- to make the fucking omega wolf fucking uh george to to the lenny alpha wolf here like which way did he go george yeah. it's not, like big lurpy larger than the other ones bad choice right off the bat design yeah. the, the and they were warriors
1: were or something right like they were supposed to have like some kind of military slant to the whole thing no i mean they,
0: they yeah. you know they maybe looked like some background characters from fallout or something but like not oh yeah they look
1: like shitty mutants because they didn't even put fur on them and like the other team traditional looking werewolves their alpha was a a lumberjack that turns into the werewolf the beta was a bartender and the omega was the town drunk that she just keeps drunk to to control him
0: you know and maybe that's where it was maybe the creativity of the backstory alone is what really got them there because Otherwise, it would have just been garbage.
1: I don't know. See, like the other team, though, with their military thing, like dog soldiers did that, and that movie was fucking awesome.
0: You know? I did think that both teams were off, though, trying to portray strong Omega characters. Like, you know, one team uh, goes with the big alpha, and then, you know, or the big beta, and then the other team goes with the beta that was an alpha. And I get it. And maybe in the sci fi lore, that could have been cool, but. In the construct of trying to tell a story through just makeup, that's mm-hmm. a little mushy. It's a little convoluted.
1: Especially when they're like they looked like fucking to- they look like sub toxic Avenger on the other team. Yeah. Like um lumpy turd people instead of <laughs> fucking uh werewolves and yeah i mean it was it was pretty clear coming in i picked my loser as soon as she said that she was intimidated by face-off that she was scared
0: well and exactly you show fear you're the fucking omega and you get to go home but we'll get there no you don't let the producers you don't
1: let like fucking justin and byron smell fear they'll jump all over
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did that today on my show but we won't talk about that it hasn't aired yet i signed an nda i'll tell you guys all about it after it airs um so look, after the first day, you know, a lot of people are trying to get Cowles and Max and chest plates together. Um, both teams seem pretty far behind. Clearly, this is no longer all stars. We've gone back into regular face off land um, There's pretty-
1: eliminations for the
2: first month, probably.
0: Yeah. So um, then the teams get named somewhere in their team ethereal effects and then team twisted six FX. lame twisted six effects. What? There's not even gonna be six of you after this episode because you guys started off shitty as fuck. <laughs> See, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, there's not gonna be six of you next week. What the fuck? But um, we're gonna okay, change first- the number every week. It's gonna be twisted five, four, three, two. Not so fantastic
1: four in the next fucking week, like. Dude, okay. First of all, you always name your team after like a fucking King Diamond reference or something, so people know your metal. No one did that. Abigail. Exactly. Fucking Abigail Effects. Fucking. Uh,
0: I think we shocked Byron with the little King Diamond there. Sorry, Byron.
1: Sorry, sorry, Omega Wolf.
0: King Diamond's uh, one of my favorite. Byron, I know you have high re- levels of respect for me, but it's just—it's true. I love King Diamond. I've always loved King Diamond.
1: I love King Diamond too. I'm sorry, it's not Green Day, Byron. Uh.
0: Being an engineer I used to work with back in my record producing days, we had a constant debate going over Ronnie James Dio or King Diamond. Um, and hopefully he understands that King Diamond will always win over Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Especially because he's alive. Yeah. (laughs) So, ah, like, what did you think? Uh, I mean, you know, team ethereal effects, it was pretty cohesive, um, Let's see who got the bottom looked within that team. That team clearly was ahead. Oh yeah. Um, but there, there was, there was kind of one of the looks in there was the beta that kind of didn't look very good, and they got yeah, kind of called the out, out
1: for one it. Right? As Sus-
0: Suzanne and Kirsten got I think, called out for uh, that. Yeah, and it wasn't
1: anywhere near as bad as the bottom on the other team. So they're they're in good shape with that. But, but they
0: were put on notice because if this thing starts ping pong, and I think. I think mm-hmm. the judges were setting up like you guys need to step it up a little bit. If you want to be here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, Hey, that's cool. I mean, they even criticized the top look a little bit. They're like, yeah, this is great, but we still would have done this differently. And they don't usually do that.
0: I mean, well, you know how Glenn is and he's coming off an all-star season yeah. where he was still finding shit wrong with fucking picture. Perfect makeup, you know, like movie ready shit. He was finding holes in, and now they're back with the uh, the regular folks. So I think Glenn's gonna take a little adjusting to get back into yeah. the flow of regular face-off.
1: <laughs> I, I like Glenn though, I, I do. Not not just because you
0: like he, Glenn because he's as smangry as you are.
1: Plus, he shops at Halloween Town. Like I, he came in when I worked there once. But uh, yeah, you nah, know, he's a cool dude. But um, if All I right, could so- do like Wolverine hair and not get fired from work, I totally would fucking do it, man.
0: Um, the bottom team obviously was Al's team twisted six FX was, or whatever. It the, was
1: sports girl.
0: Yeah. She was bottom. Well, Nick, Nick and Laura were clearly on the bottom with their, their, uh, Omega or whatever their lurpy fucking. Okay. So here's this thing. They did like this chest rib piece anatomically completely incorrect, but didn't look like mutated or anything. Just looked like, I don't know how to build a rib cage out of clay. Yeah, it looked like lumpy hot dog package strapped to someone's chest. It was fucking hideous. The the snout was all curled down and mushed into the face. It looked like Toxie. It was more just melted mush makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cowl like didn't really connect and, and had issues. Um, just really, really bad work. Nick deserves some of the credit for that bad work too. And Al, the foreman, he got called out like, if this bitch couldn't do this shit, why the fuck did you let her do it? <laughs> right.
1: It, it sucks because, like, like Nick being on the bottom, you could you could tell that broke his heart because he's he's like Tyler Green levels of uh, enthusiastic about being on the show. He's very happy to be there. Like almost. Yeah,
0: he's got to step up his work too, though. I mean, look, if you let the person you're working with put out slop, that's on you too. And I hope they call some people out for that too, because I think part of being a real creative in Hollywood is not just about your own ability It takes thousands of people to make a fucking movie. It takes five or six people just to write a decent movie these days. You have to know how to collaborate with other people and how to bring good shit out of other people that you're working with in Hollywood. If you want to get anywhere, I don't care if your makeup Story producers directors whoever if you don't know how to get good work out of the people around you fuck you too and that's uh and no pointing that, you're putting me point thing. the other way oh. yeah that guy Byron
1: <laughs> no I mean this this is a more accurate um, portrayal of how people be working in makeup in real life anyway as part of a workshop except for that poor poor girl that had to make Byron look human on his movie.
2: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> that was one person but it was a smaller crew yeah he should write himself a monster part next time it would be a whole lot easier byron is in shock and awe what happened byron
2: aero star just lawn darted himself head first into the, into the first row the
0: yeah like yeah. when we okay so we were at that match too and yeah. i'll talk about it later when you're finally done with the episode <laughs> all right so anyway which actually we're gonna get to whether you've caught up yet or not byron because we're about right. done with face off laura yeah. The corpse girl goes home. Joseph Joseph is your overall winner for this episode. And, dude, Joseph was fucking good. Like, I am excited about this dude. I think Joseph is good. Fain is good. Phil, Phil, watch Phil, too. He's super solid. Uh, Phil yeah, and, uh, and Phil Jill both did fine.
1: Um, that's what's kind of cool is if you go to the sci-fi website, they have profiles with more examples of their work saw on the show. And Phil's stuff is fucking dope
0: yeah i think uh phil's one to watch and watch al too i think al was a very bad leader but Mm -hmm. i think he's gonna put in some top looks when he's not leading and he can just relax and do his work off in a corner i don't think he's much of a team player so he probably won't make it all the way to the end but i think we're gonna see some good looks out of him before he's done
1: sounds good Um, he did men in black though and i hate the character designs in that movie so I, i mean he probably didn't design it he just made it but you know what i mean
0: yeah, but I mean, there was also a, a mandate to do kind of over the top stuff for that movie.
1: Yeah, and I mean, over the top's cool, but I'd rather see it over the top like Blood Drive. I need to watch time it time like to- as soon
0: as we get off. As soon as we get off the show tonight, I'm watching that. Um,
1: all right, so Justin. I told you this before the show. It is
0: so good, you'll want to watch it in one speed. Byron, are you done watching Lucha Underground yet? So I got to keep teasing people. Keep watching. Keep
2: watching. I'll talk UFC. You Just son talk, of yeah. a bitch. Don't talk past the Drago Aerostar match. I don't know what happens. Let's yeah, go no, cool. no, we'll do the
0: I'll, UFC first. Byron. Okay, look, look. We'll talk UFC, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell everybody now because I teased it, and then if I tease it too long, Cross is gonna show up at my
2: house and fucking assassinate me. You know what's gonna happen? UFC has made all this headway in becoming more popular than boxing, and now boxing is going to assert itself as as better than UFC. I don't think that's true, but. A boxer's gonna beat up a UFC fighter. Mm. Well, I'm
0: talking about i was a UFC, where and Regretter and Fort Mayweather and Triple Cross was like Triple Mania. Did and you,
2: then Conor
1: said... did I just hear you
2: mention... You can draw money.
1: Did I just hear you mention Japanese superhero shows? I heard Kamen Rider in there, and I was, like, <laughs> excited. And... uh is
0: like wagner. Wagner. Awesome. i love Sorry. it i'm trying to eat my dinner at the same time okay so listen triple mania is what day Casey?
1: <laughs> it's uh it's the same day
0: it's the Conor as the connor McGregor
1: floyd mayweather fight and um
0: okay so basically have... right so yeah uh dr wagner is out of triple mania right oh uh, no not not yet but
1: I I never thought he was really in in the first place, so it's only a matter of time in my opinion. But just because he's done this before, history—it's like Matt Stryker said on Lucha Underground this week. No spoilers. If you not pay attention to history is doomed to repeat it. It was about our Hennes. You already saw that match. Myron. I saw it. My, it was a good match. And uh, yeah, so. Um, it's gonna be a little weird i mean it's a sponsored show they've allegedly already sold a lot of tickets um, it's interesting how the tickets keep going up by exactly five percent sold every time someone asked dorian how the tickets are selling um but um yeah it's the same day they're kind of they're kind of fucked but i don't think it's gonna lose money it's just gonna lose i don't it. think it's gonna
0: lose money either but Here's why I feel bad for Kevin Cross because I feel oh, yeah. like that was his opportunity. And the people who are gonna really love Kevin Cross and gravitate to him are gonna be watching fucking Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor now. And I'm well, kind of pissed. Too.
1: Okay, I feel bad for two people and two people only. I feel bad for DJ and I feel bad for Kevin Cross. And those are the only people I That's feel what bad. I'm saying because the rest of the company has done nothing but fuck over my favorite wrestlers for months now and they kind of deserve it but dj and cross don't deserve that shit they're just doing the best with what they got
0: you got to feel bad for australian suicide too right I don't know, dude. I don't like his face. (laughs) That's all. That's pretty good. He's doing good. He's in like the 90th percentile for you. If all you don't like about him is his face. He's doing better than like everyone else. (laughs) From the
1: stories I've heard of the guy, it sounds like it's like hanging out with the worst version of me. So I I think I actually like really like the guy.
0: I think I've always liked him. He's been booked all over the place, but... I've always liked the Australian side. I just—I I don't know when change. he was
1: booked as kind of like Pentagon's bitch. I didn't like him because he was feeding with Pentagon, you know. But
0: somebody had to be Pentagon's bitch,
1: hey, like everyone. Like, <laughs> oh,
0: look at you. So yeah, five uh, out we'll, of
1: five this week. By the we, way,
0: we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. So big loser of the week, Kevin Cross, who has this opportunity to make himself the hugest thing in the world uh triple a is his platform you know and and god bless him for it being his platform because honestly chaos creates opportunity
1: and you know okay me smiling and celebrating right now wasn't because of cross it's because i have been f- playing tekken the last two days this fucking bear keeps showing up in my treasure battle and kicking my ass and i finally beat that motherfucking bear i beat the shit out of that bear that bear Akuma and be, uh, Kuma in, uh It's Kuma, but it's, like, you know, a custom version, because, like, Treasure Battle, you just fight all these customs. And the more that you win, the harder the difficulty gets. So I'm kind of up there right now, and this bear was kicking my ass. He was, like, my fucking Kryptonite,
0: and I just beat him. So suck it, you fucking bear. So now, do you really know your Tekken combos, or are you a button masher? I'm not a button masher, but I'm not really, like,
1: that good at combos and stuff. Like, I enjoy playing. I don't play on a competitive level at all. Like, I can beat most of my friends when we're just sitting around playing, but I, if I went to a tournament, I'd fucking die.
0: Uh, I did really good in a Tekken 2 tournament. I was, like, third.
1: You know, most of the combos, if you play as a guy that's still in the game, most of your Tekken 2 combos <laughs> are still really going to work in this game. Wu
2: Who's You're your guy? you to step on eyeball shot. Oh, my
1: God. Who's your guy, Justin? Long. Uh, oh, you're fucked, dude. He's taken out of this game. It's like the one thing everyone's bitching about is that he's not in there, Anna's not in there, and the fucking Changs aren't in there, man.
2: Ah, uh, like, see, that's
1: messed up. Yeah. I'm but I, was,
0: uh, I was pretty good with King also.
1: He's still in there, and plus you get all the Akata shit, so it's kind of cool. Uh, I'm dumb. a martial law guy because Bruce Lee, motherfucker. And,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Bruce Lee, motherfucker, right here. Um, hey, if you're into Bruce Lee Father's Day on L Ray Network, they're running a uh, Bruce Lee Marathon. Check it out. That's a, yeah, are, you, weekend, that's a free plug for you, El mean That's a free fucking plug for a network I can barely get because my sling never works right anymore.
1: And I'm going to be having a Bruce Lee mini marathon from this DVD set right here that most of the Bruce Lee's are Bruce Lee with an L.I. Fucking Bruce, Bruce flotation, baby. <laughs>
0: Bruce Bruceploitation, I love it. How many Bruce Lays and Lies and Lees were there? Um, there there were a lot. Like this set alone
1: has Bruce Lee with the LI and it Bruce has Bruce L.I. was the Lee best one. Yeah, this has Bruce K.L. Leah, which is okay, this movie's called uh Bruce Lee Fights Back from the Grave. And so there's like a shot in the beginning of the movie, and the poster has it too, and the poster's fucking dope but it's Bruce Lee literally kicking his way out of the grave and coming back to life. And then it switches to another movie. That's completely unrelated. So, right, so
0: that's what they did, right? They just repackaged other Kung Fu movies that were already being made and tried to portray yeah, them with yeah. a connection to Bruce Lee. Right. So I want to pitch to Byron, um, like. David Carradine
1: fights back from the grave where we have <laughs> a dude in fishnets, kick his way out of a grave. And then it goes into the editor in the wheelchair, Byron short film. That's not the name
0: of it. What is it called now? It's called Delusions of Morons. Delusions of Morons? That sounds like this show.
1: Yeah, dude, that's yeah. the name. That's like that's like the new podcast the Heels are coming up with. What the fuck, man?
0: The Heels are retired. They're officially retired. They now subscribe to this show. I think they've passed the torch and the crown and the throne and the bong and whatever they pass down there. To us, because they are—they're out, man. They're out of the game. They're gone. I think that you—you're talking about passing the Duchy on the left-hand
1: side, as kids say these days, Justin. The young Uh, kids. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I don't want any of your stuff except for some shoes. I want some nice shoes. Send me shoes, brother. Send
0: me shoes. (laughs) Thumbs up, Mark. Wait, are we getting thumbs up in the chat room chat room? I just need to make sure that there's at least one thumbs up in there.
1: I haven't been monitoring the chat. Andre Nichols is probably like fucking throwing boomerangs at people and shit. He
0: just said he came just just in time for your ratings. So we'll get to some of those things. All right, let me talk UFC for a minute because Byron is still doing his thing. We're talking, uh, it has finally been announced. It is happening. For everyone who, I actually have already won money on this fight just because it is actually happening. McGregor, Mayworth, uh, we can't speak. May, 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 Gregor, uh, McWorth, Mayweather, McGregworth. Who are these guys? Uh, Oh, Connor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Nothing, Justin. (laughs) You'll do fucking nothing. Um, the fight's on. It's happening. I told you. Yeah. Well, you weren't yeah. the one I bet against. I, 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 had, I had two different bets going that the fight would actually happen. One of Shit. which it's is over a, a year old. An yeah, over man. a year old bet that this fight would happen. That I'm. No one's paid taking out.
1: my bet about Wagner backing out at Triple Mania. Like, not one person.
0: No. Cause it's, it's so possible. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to happen and that's just going to hurt it even more. I really, I, we never finished talking about it, but I, I hope they move triple mania. I hope they do. I hope they move it.
1: Uh the heels are in the chat. I just hope they heard me say, you'll do a fucking
0: nothing J man. You'll do a fucking nothing. Arabin. J man doesn't have strong enough internet signal to be in the chat room. That's gotta be an imposter. Oh yeah. I don't believe it. Um, Yeah, so McGregor Mayweather is happening. Um, It's August 26th. It's at the T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be fought and contested at 154 pounds with 10-ounce gloves. It will be a 12-round fight. Um, And each guy is expected to make at least $100 million dollars um, but McGregor, uh, McGregor is not the a side. Mayweather is still the a side. So expect him to make considerably more.
1: And the loser of the fight has to mow the other guy's lawn. <laughs> and <laughs> those nicer? are some big nice lawns.
2: Loser. What's yes. that, Byron? Is it the, the looser one or the loser?
1: No, the loser. It'll, it'll be the guy who doesn't win He's- has to mow the lawn in his wife's Sunday dress. So. Just remember, when it's a draw, just like Homer and Ned Flanders. Just like Homer and Ned Flanders. This is the ultimate
0: red panty night. I mean, if you look at Mayweather Pacquiao, the kind of numbers that it did years after it should have ever happened, and you look at the fact that McGregor's fucking hot right now, everyone wants to see Floyd have the 50th fight. He could go 50-0 and here. This could be the one for him. could be. I I think that's a pretty solid chance of that happening. Okay, so let's talk about this. How could this thing go the other way? Mm -hmm. Some Mm -hmm. people believe that it could not. I am not one of those. I believe that there are some ways that McGregor could win. I also believe that there's two kinds of win that McGregor could have here. There's the moral victory, first of all if McGregor lasts 10 rounds with the best boxer at these weights of all time, um, that's a moral victory. He can go back to the UFC saying that I stood toe to toe with one of the greatest fighters in the world in a different sport, you know, in a sport that is not my and you sport. you don't
1: see him coming into the octagon, do you, Justin? Exactly.
0: And he'll say that all day long.
1: My house, do you?
0: For shit talking and building a fight and making some more money that's still a win. Okay. Conor McGregor still wins in that regards. Now, Conor McGregor could also be so unorthodox that it gives Floyd a little bit of trouble. How do you train for Conor McGregor? If you're Floyd Mayweather, you play, you
1: play Tekken seven and you fight against a bunch of fucking Eddie Gordo button mashers and you win. That, but that's that what I'm is. saying.
0: Like, look, how frustrating is it when you get beat by a button masher in it's, a video game?
1: You know, it's pretty, oh shit. As we speak, I just got promoted. I want everyone to go look at my Twitter so they could see that I was just promoted to Fujin, AKA the God of wind, the God of wind, Byron, farting in your mouth, son.
0: <laughs> you have issues, son.
1: Oh, my internet connection turned off be because I don't want to really ruin the really show. Really. So it'll have to be tweeted later. I'm sorry.
0: But I'm saying, like, when a button masher beats you, it, it pisses you off, right? And it can happen from time every, to time.
1: Every, every loss pisses me off, Justin, because I'm a winner.
0: And that's when they piss you off the most. That's when they get you frustrated. When some guy who's just mashing buttons gets some weird timing going mm-hmm. that you, that it is not playing the right way. It's like what happens in poker rooms now in Vegas. Ever since poker got popular, the rooms are all fucked up because people go and bet all over the place and, and, and they'll keep betting into the river just to get it. And, and every now and then it hits and it fucks everybody up. It's like you're not even playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. That's how Conor McGregor can win. And then suddenly the
1: bride of fucking Chucky's the best poster, poker player in the world. What's yeah, the exactly.
0: That? Well, tell it. Come on. Bound. Bound was good. Never I mean it was like some weird Wachowski weird Yeah. Show, but
2: it had strong themes that were very good. <laughs> Byron,
0: are you trying to say you're a lesbian? <laughs>
1: uh shit. What was that? What was that one fucking movie? Um fucking not Bride of Chucky, uh Seed of Chucky. Yes. You should see that one. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh actually it's fucking dog shit i hate the chucky movies i hate fucking child's play i
0: was a child's play fan i'm gonna have to child's say.
1: play 2 is fucking dope but i think anyone that's actually scared of chucky needs some real fear
0: in oh life. god no god uh, look i'm uh here's my thing i'm a huge brad Dorf fan um amazing in dune amazing in the lord of the rings movies he's just had these quality weird off the wall parts from time to time um brad dorf's my hero and basically he's chucky so
1: and uh, i want to say this this um off-topic diatribe hi josh pillow (laughs) well
0: this is why this is why these things happen and by the way casey and i were talking about basket case in the dm earlier today if you haven't seen basket case one and two um, you're not a <laughs> horror movie fan, and I fucking hate you, because those yeah, movies are... Byron, you'll You'll
2: give a, a shout-out to Kevin Flynn for wearing a shirt. Yeah, we'll get there. That's my hey. hometown. Fuck you. And the C-O-E, what? He wow. did.
0: Kevin Flynn rocked the MMM Show shirt right in front of the... Do you know what that building was, Byron? That's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you son of a thank bitch. You, thank you. You son of a bitch. That's my hometown, goddammit. And there's no better way to rep in Cleveland than by walking around with a fucking... MMM show shirt. God damn it. Yeah, you know what? Justin if, know. Clemens, if, Kevin Bruce
1: Dickens, if Bruce Dickinson and King Diamond aren't in the hall of fame, Cleveland can suck my dick.
0: Uh, not yet. King Diamond will get in there. It, it's just, it's, where's just,
1: Bruce? Where, where's fucking Iron Maiden, bro.
0: Uh, that's going to take some time too. We'll get there. Once back, backmasking gets inducted, he'll get inducted. <laughs> where,
1: where, where is my countryman King Diamond?
0: Huh? Um, what was i talking about so mcgregor mayweather um how we get to king diamond i don't know but i gotta get back on this fight because this is big deal and um the other losers here besides kevin cross kevin cross got his date stolen by triple mania being on the same day i'm very sorry kevin because i know kevin would probably rather be at home watching this fight no no kevin would rather be murdering somebody's face but
1: yeah, exactly dude come on
0: he can he can ddr that shit Face yeah. murder Face murder is an opportunity. Oh, for- no, I guarantee he's going to murder somebody even faster just to run back to the locker room and watch the fucking fight. Dude, he'll, do bo- he'll do both that night in Mexico. You don't get paid by the fucking hour. Come on, man. Um, so the other big losers are Triple G and Canelo. They stole this fight's date with September 16th or whatever. And then this fight now comes two weeks before theirs. And no one's going to shell out after they pay 80 or 100 bucks or whatever for this fucking Mayweather-McGregor fight. No one is going to shell out for Triple G-Canelo. They just officially lost, which could have been, if there's no Mayweather fight this year, Triple G-Canelo is the biggest boxing match of the year. It gets huge numbers on pay-per-view. It does really, really good. Makes both those guys a ton of money. And now they are 100% legit fucked. I feel so bad for them. I mean, that's a great fight, too. And probably going to be a way better fight. And you know which one's going to get my money? Mayweather McGregor. Yep. I mean, I'll watch the Triple G-Canel fight on Showtime the following week. So, um, the other things about this fight, it's not a UFC promotion. Uh, UFC is going to do Embedded for it, apparently. Um, cause showtime doesn't really have an embedded thing that they do. They run specials, but not really like a 24 seven or an embedded. So UFC is going to do that, but it is a Mayweather promotion through showtime. Um, and Dana also says that Connor will defend his UFC title later in the year, which I could imagine because it's a boxing match. So health wise, unless he, he busts a hand, which 10 with 10 ounce gloves, I doubt, or unless he really gets fucking concussed and knocked out by Floyd, which I also doubt, um, if those things don't happen, then I could see him fighting later in the year. Um, but the other cool thing about this fight that we get, which is going to lead me into Bellator talk here in a second, is guess who's on the call for this fight? Huh. Mauro fucking Ranallo is calling Mayweather McGregor for Showtime. It's gonna be awesome. Who who else just got signed by Bellator, Justin? Now, but going to Bellator, Morrow is also going to be calling fights for Bellator now. With? With Mike Goldberg. This is Mike Goldberg coming up next on UFC 1465. I PJ Pitt, come out of retirement. Joe, how do you feel about it? Well, Mike, <laughs> it kind of worries me how your face isn't moving. Uh, I can't no, do I don't need to move my teeth because I'm totally locked up, but it's going to be great.
1: All I'm saying, Justin, is your your Mike Goldberg impression is a fucking
0: great Bill Cosby. Jesus. <laughs> no, that's totally different, man. That's. I'm going to put the roofies into your drink if you would just look the other direction. <laughs> oh, we're such a good podcast. Uh, we're bad people and we're going to the house. Impressions? Hey,
1: Byron, do you have any impressions
2: <laughs> TJ Miller? He does a great TJ Miller. <laughs> My impression of you is very poor. <laughs> I you get, get it. it. I get it. It's like you would. I to got Oxford.
1: it. It wasn't good. I'm like not laughing.
0: So yeah, Bellator, um, what the fuck is going on? Does anybody in the world know that Vanderlei Silva is fighting Chael Sonnen in Bellator at Madison square garden? Like, this should be fucking huge. Fucking Vandalay keeps not showing up for press conferences. If I were Scott Coker, I would go down there and smack Vandalay in the fucking mouth. This fight could be as big as a big UFC card. And somehow they're missing out on the promotion. Like, Vandalay hasn't fought in two or three years, right? Look, man, Batman put him in fucking Arkham Asylum. He's got to break out.
1: That takes a lot of work, you know?
0: But that's always where the Batman movie gets good. Can he break out already and hype it up a little bit before he takes on Batman? It's just really
1: hard to do a press conference when you're the clown prince of crime. It's very difficult.
0: I don't know. I'm really disappointed. I am still going to watch. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a pay-per-view for Bellator at MSG. You got the uh, Fedor-Mitrion fight and you got this uh, Chael versus Vandalay fight it's it's fucking huge that's as good as any ufc car as good as the last couple at least um i i'd certainly buy that on pay-per-view over a mighty mouse fight um, oh,
1: oh, oh geez you i am really, just calling it like i see him oh man you you had a little to drink last week and you said some really mean things about mighty mouse and then i saw i saw a post
0: on what's Twitter. he gonna do he's 125 pounds are you gonna try to beat me up i have grown man strength
1: I, no, He's you know you what know, I saw right after you said that, like the next day, I'm like, maybe Justin's a little harsh, and then I see a tweet, watch my Twitch stream,
0: guys, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, Justin was so right. Oh. I lo- look, look, and I, I'm busting balls a little bit, and, and DJ, please don't ever actually beat me up, because I'm just busting balls here a little bit, and it's, it's kind of the <laughs> MMA community's fault. You can mute yourself why. when you need to sneeze. You know that, right? Um. It's not DJ's fault at all. People do have this weird aversion to the lower weight classes. He hasn't entirely been promoted correctly. Um, but at the same time, all I feel that he's erroneous about in his statements is about how big of a draw he is. It doesn't matter why he's not that big of a draw, but he's honestly not. Um, and that's why you get the rebuttal that Dana White gave this last week too, where he pretty much laughed in Mighty Mouse's face. I mean, and, and it's not me that's doing it. This is the, his, uh, you know, employer. So, look, well, I can't see that. Hold on. Let me let me put your screen on. What am I looking at, Case?
1: Um, Mifloaf is saying Justin is a mark for some
0: reason. How am I a mark? I just called out a fucking UFC champion, and I could get my ass beat in the street. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much the opposite of being a mark. I just
1: want to point out that Mifloaf is banned for life from this podcast. Oh, I'm going to have him on oh. later if he's around.
0: Uh, no, it's cool. We're done. Joe Pepe Meatloaf, we'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll get you on, Joe Pepe Meatloaf. Meatloaf uh, can't say that. No, I,
1: nah, I I think that we we need to have higher standards on this show.
0: Like we already got fucking Byron. Um, I agree. But, but think about this. So it's going to be a big big fight. Feel with Mauro Ronaldo Yeah. Uh, Mike Goldberg. Yeah. Vandalay Silva and Chael hopefully talking shit and actually making it to the fight. And hopefully they blow hot afterwards. Um, (laughs) this bugs me that we're getting robbed of
1: so much, just great shit talk right now. Like that sucks, dude. Yeah.
0: And it's Vandalay's fault. Chell's game. Chell's got nothing to lose, man. And he wants to fight Fedor next. So he needs this fight to be fucking stupid big. So anyway, Byron, are you done with this episode of Lucha Underground yet? So we can talk about it. I've been done for a while. Oh, son of a bitch. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, marks and tricks sit on your ass and something, something, something Sunk from a dicks. that is totally gone. It's uh, sucker
1: dicks. Those are the words.
0: Um, but let's five go to the, five, five out of five, guys. Look, you said Casey. You said, and I quote, "If they go one more episode without Pentagon on Lucha Underground, I'm never watching again." And then you said, "End quote." And even if he is on if he doesn't break somebody's arm i'm still never watching again i feel like chris DeJoseph secretly loves you and he moved this episode up in the order just for you so that you would keep watching because i feel deep down inside that you are the marker you're the bar that chris is trying to get over with every episode
1: you know, um, I, I, I'm flattered by that. He's going to fucking hate me by some of the other matches in this bracket, but uh, we won't talk about that yet.
0: Um, but, uh, I kind of want to talk about the bracket before we talk about the episode.
1: Okay, talk about – okay. Um, you know, when the last real heels have a better computer-generated logo than the computer graphics on the Cueto Cup – uh, you know, it's
0: a little bit of a problem. Now you're talking about the the internet one. This one, you're talking about this version. No, or I'm you're talking, talking about, about the one work. in Dario's office.
1: No, I'm talking about the one that they cut to between matches. It looked like, but Famous B was <laughs> just FB, like he's Facebook or fuckboy or something.
0: Byron, turn Byron, your computer. That'd be a too good loud. name. What? Your computer's too loud. It's, it's feeding back.
1: What you you would treat for a wrestler named Facebook, Byron?
2: I just, uh, let's see him work in the ring and see what he does. I was rooting for Famous B. I don't appreciate um, uh, beautiful Brenda getting a little physical after the match. The match was over. She didn't have to start laying in strikes.
0: I think, um, I think this is the one where I made uh, turn Byron, turn her computer, computer down.
2: Computer down.
0: Wow. Feedback, Feedback everywhere. everywhere. It's coming through anyway. because I can hear it from me and from Casey and not from you. So it has to be your computer. I think we think this last week at the end of the show.
1: I think this is where I made Tejana laugh by saying uh, she wants some of that sexano.
0: Byron, your computer's still killing me. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't talk anymore. All I'm hearing is myself. Hey, look, somebody just bought um, a Mass, Mass May- Mayhem t-shirt. Bullshit. who? I, I don't know, but I just got a notification. I don't know if you can see that. One shirt sold wow i All get right. dashboard notifications we must which be doing something you, right which one of you marks bought a fucking shirt come on i didn't even put up the the link did you put up the link byron oh he's got himself muted good so we can talk about this before there's oh, i again.
1: actually i actually went and muted him oh uh, good
0: because it was feeding back a lot
1: producer extraordinaire casey nielsen uh <laughs>
0: co producer I'm Co-producer. supposed to be doing these things, and I'm just fucking failing. I'm just getting drunk and ranting. I maybe maybe I am taking over for the last real heels now. Is that what's happening? Have I turned I, into bitter J man? Oh, man. I you know, I think it's
1: just because we had such a great model in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that we sold an additional shirt.
0: Look, Kevin Flynn, thank you. Seriously, yes. From the bottom of my heart, first of all, thank you for even going to my hometown of Cleveland because, some days it's a really great place to be. Other days, it's, it's Cleveland. Cleveland.
2: We appreciate the effort you
0: put in. And, yes. I,
1: and I thought I followed Kevin Flynn this whole time, and I didn't, so I'd like to apologize, and I follow you now. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Kevin's a good follow, too. No, Kevin I know. I know, because he he went to, like, either he went to every show in California history, or he just went to every show I went to in California history, because I used to see that guy at shows, like, constantly.
0: Yeah. He, he gets out to some shows. In fact, he busts our balls about not getting into more shows. So does Josh Pillow. I'm not um, the kind of person that goes to shows
1: guys. I'm sorry. I, you I, you I are.
2: you're the ones who got us to go to Lucha underground. We went to PWG because
0: eh, 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 that's not going to a show, Byron. That's going to a taping. There's a difference. PWG. No, going to going to Lucha Underground is going to a taping, though. No. Well, Dude, we
1: that fuck me up. It's like a fucking sweaty hellhole in there. Bola is
0: probably what made Casey not want to go to shows anymore because it's it, no, like it, hundred percent like... and sweat. Yeah, like Bola.
1: Yeah, it's like I didn't need to know what Max Landis's ball sweat smells like, but all right. So I'm going to
0: talk about the the rest of the brackets. I'm going to talk about Group B, C, and D after this because we can uh, group. This whole episode was Group A, right? Um Aerostar versus Drago, Pentagon Dark versus Argenes, Argenis. I just like to say Archenis. Um, the Mac, malasquete uh famous b and Tejano.
1: Yeah, um I would have mixed shit up a little bit so Mac wouldn't be so fucking oversaturated these three episodes, but yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but I think you ride the wave while it's hot. I mean, I think that's part of why you had that good little short feud with, with Mundo, and then you send him into this tournament hot. And I, I, honestly, I think it worked. I think uh, Mac is breaking through with the audience as more than a top mid-carder. I feel like it really did elevate him, maybe not to the top of the top of the card, but to the top of the mid-card at least, or to the bottom of the top of the card. Like, See, he's somewhere in there.
1: I want to see him go for the trios titles, but not with Son of Havoc and Sexy Star. Get him anyone else's partners. Go by himself. He I don't,
0: need I don't know else. if there's another batch of people out there that would fit with the Mac besides Son of Havoc and Sexy Star right now. Dude,
2: just, Unless
0: there were some real big breakout matches later in the season and some guys that they could find the way to, to stick him with. Like, I don't know. Does, right? Like me and you in the Mac? Hey, Mac, Mac knows I will tag with him any day. I got, I got Mac's back. Me too. Me too. And, and I can her. throw the pounce. I know how to do the pounce. Yeah. Ernest the Cat Miller taught me how to do the pounce. Really? I, didn't,
1: I am so I am such a fucking submission expert. You guys don't even know.
0: You and know the, the finger four? <laughs> that's my that's my submission. I, I get him in the finger four. <laughs> Mine's more of a fist. Uh, right. so let me talk about this episode before everyone who likes Lucha Underground leaves and never listens to our fucking show again, because most of them are Lucha Underground fans. So, uh, welcome to another edition of let's actually talk about Lucha Underground on Mass Mats and Mayhem.
2: Stay close, Dana.
1: I got some stuff to shit on and i'm shitting on the stupidity of wait the-
0: wait 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 you the biggest pentagon fan in the world can't shit on the episode yet because it starts with fucking pentagon it's a really yeah, it, good does. it does but there was a little continuity error there justin oh what was the continuity error what uh, was it coming out of the the recap with uh the black lotus tribe and the she's been in hong kong for 74 months or whatever
1: yeah, especially since if they didn't know about the fucking hiatus, it would have been like three weeks. So
0: it worked in their advantage there.
2: Now, but, but you don't
0: know that they didn't film this after the
2: hiatus was announced. I think they filmed some stuff. They put together some segments after the hi- hiatus, I think.
0: Because they knew about the hiatus in December. It got announced in January, right? Late yeah. January? Yeah. I have a... I have but they a- had an inkling it was coming in December.
1: I have a little bit of a feeling this segment was taped later for reasons i care not discuss right now but um what pentagon's
0: mustache underneath the mask maybe you never know (laughs) um but big girls girl's facial hair fast though man that could be any time
1: yeah he just had different facial hair than he did in the ring um but look uh he wears a mask how can you tell I don't know, Byron, I'm sort of more makeup and you can tell he had a little mustache under the Joker. Uh, we didn't pay tribute to Adam West and you guys are fucking dicks. I'm going to get to Adam West. So
2: okay. In the notes, Casey, why don't you wait your turn?
0: Well, uh, it's because and- I, it's, it's your fault, Byron, because I went out of order from my fucking notes and I went to face off, which was at the end on the back.
1: Why don't you start? Right. Adam then. West so is we up here. About the rest of the show anyway, but, um. Dude, so Pentagon wrestles our after threatening the the bones of Dario Cueto <laughs> and uh,
0: Finger Four Leg lock.
1: <laughs> yeah, just and you know what? Those aren't the only bones he'll break, buddy. He'll break bones from the inside if he has to, baby.
2: And let me tell you. What's that whole oh, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, you'll you'll
0: find out later. Ow. Now, uh, Casey, were you excited about the fact that Pentagon directly said he was going to, that there was no way he wasn't going to leave Ultima Lucha this year without Aztec gold. Yeah. You
1: know, it, I liked it. He said that, but I felt that way at the end of season two and we all know what fucking happened then. Don't we?
0: Well, that's and the true. way you've been treating DJ recently, it's probably going to happen again. You know ah. how he's going to book it. He's going to fucking keep your boy from fucking winning or maybe he'll give him the trios title. If maybe Pentagon that's how Pentagon will get Aztec
2: gold shit and man he finds out that he's not winning just because the powers that be want to spite you he's so fucking over the
0: chances of him winning the quato cup are like zero yeah uh,
2: yeah why
0: that would you would have be- a guy that's as over as pentagon did you hear the fucking temple when pentagon came in it was yeah, ridiculous would- my speaker started crackling because it was so goddamn loud I'm sure, I'm sure it's gonna be won
1: by like some piece
0: of shit like son of havoc but um There's absolutely no reason to put the belt on Pentagon. You don't need to put the belt on somebody that's that fucking over.
1: Okay. First of all, Justin, fuck you. And second, there's a reason to put the belt on Pentagon because he's the fucking best. You know what? You didn't not put the belt on fucking Stone Cold. And this is the popularity that I compare Pentagon's to because I was in the arenas when Stone Cold. Okay, So maybe
0: maybe you give it to him for like an episode like Sexy Star. Or maybe you let him hold it two episodes just so Casey doesn't cry if he doesn't hold the belt longer than sexy star
1: now, you know, you know, uh, (laughs) it's impossible to make me happy at this point because my heart was already ripped out at the end of season two. You're still mad that sexy star won it before Pentagon. Yeah, but it was made up by seeing the complete outrage of her fans when she lost it. Cause I thought that was like the funniest shit in the world. Like legit, like. I I almost like her winning the title just because of the reaction to her losing it right away. Like um, I I loved it. Oh my god, it was so funny. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry I take so much pleasure in the the fucking suffering of others. Byron, you look like Clint Howard and Wraith right now.
2: I um,
0: yeah. know. Wait, like so he looks- is somebody in the chat room? The person who bought the shirt was it Paula? Who bought the shirt? you kept the show alive for a whole nother episode whoever bought the shirt so thank you
1: oh thank yeah you. thanks a lot
0: and now byron doesn't have to pay me and casey to show up next week or pay our web posting fees or any of that stuff I
1: didn't, I didn't get paid for shit i didn't get paid for shit
0: i'm sorry i, I forgot get, that byron doesn't oh, actually
1: okay, pay me okay, i've been getting it was so was paula. For thank, you. thank you paula for buying the shirt it was
0: her thank, thank you paula enjoy 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 i hope it looks better on you than it looks on Byron. You're, and I really, I really, really hope one of
1: the shirts going to Australia sometime soon, Andre. <laughs>
0: is Andre from Australia? Yeah. No, he's dude. from Olds. He's from Australia.
2: Did you? Did His you? His last name
1: the... is Nichols, just like Mikey Nichols, the famous Australian wrestler. They're brothers.
2: Guys, and I got to talk to him Okay, talk, talk, Byron, talk. Andre, talk. answer in the chat. Did you go to the I Love the 90s tour that went through Australia and New Zealand?
1: He's not really from Australia,
2: man. I'm just. Guys, around. it's like give him a chance to respond. <laughs> the,
0: the, lag, the lag between us and the chat room is like four minutes, Byron. are <laughs> <laughs> not waiting that long.
2: I know. It's, it's a joke. It's the joke. I try and make sure it works. What are you doing with your
0: hair? Well, it looks like 1994 yeah. exploded on your head. I kind of like it. meatloaf yeah, says
1: Robert Smith from The Cure, which is funny because. Kata,
0: kata, 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 kata.
1: Byron's so not cool enough to listen to The Cure. And that's really.
0: I actually Really, Byron? Like, no? You don't listen to care? That's a That's a really fucking good Robert Smith. Jesus Christ.
1: Sorry. Much better than your Bill Cosby <laughs> slash... <laughs> hey,
2: we have not
0: planning on doing a Bill Cosby tonight. Or, we haven't seen or uh, Bill Cosby Oh, you remember?
1: Oh, dude, Justin, it. Justin, it's way better than your Tejano impression that was really racist that one my time. My
0: Tejano is spot on, and you'll never hear it again. If you want to hear my Tejano impression, you will have to dig through the archives, people. It's never happening again, but it was or, good.
2: I don't care what Casey said. Or say. just be, be fun to talk about the Dallas movie.
0: cartoon, and then you'll get the same thing. <laughs> All right. So wait, wait, so what do you think about this opening segment? We're, we're talking about Lucha Underground, I think. I was at least three quarter chub watching it. Probably. Thank you. So you were finally excited about Lucha Underground for half a second. I know J man might not be as excited as he used to be, but were you excited for a half a second?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was excited about Pentagon let's let's put it this I, excited about Pentagon, not excited about Lucha Underground, the people that took the belt away from him.
0: Oh, but come on. Didn't this show exemplify the stuff that made us like Lucha Underground in the first place? I mean, you got yes, characters dying, you got Pentagon, you got arm breaking, you got great fucking Lucha Libre wrestling. You got handsome you got audience members. Interesting, cool storylines. You got, got a like, Star all- almost fucking dying. Oh yeah, we'll get to that one too. So let's talk about Mac versus Suerte, because yeah, good. this match should have sucked two years ago. This is a fucking throwaway match, like that nobody cares about. And now Mac's been elevated. Suerte has these great spots. I mean, the top rope, fucking running centon splash uh, with the, the crowd. Yeah, oh, yeah, got a holy shit chant that we started. Yeah. and was fucking amazing actually and kevin flynn was actually part of that chance starting too. Hey, man, josh oh, of Mello. course
1: because um, you know what if anyone if anyone of our listeners truly appreciates malasorte it's kevin flynn who has seen him probably since he first started wrestling in california
0: i not by the way i'd like to say that jimmy um, probably got the best camera time this episode what did he got there? terrible camera time because I was off on the side and then I wasn't there for the Pentagon match. Yeah. So I, it was really weird too. Cause if you watch this episode, we all start off on the other side. We start off on the vamp. Um, yeah, commentary side. Then you see Byron and Casey during the Pentagon match in our normal kind of by Dario's office spot. And then we're back over on the other side again. But I even think that was a different day. So, Cause it was, this, I
1: think it was three different days.
0: Yeah, because I think I saw Charlie and Will, my other boys, behind us on the, the yeah. other match. So I thought I saw them, too. What, what you guys need to know when you're watching the show, if you're looking for MMM show, we decided to experiment halfway through the season cool. in sitting in new places. Um, so we started moving to the other side of the bleachers. There's a couple times where we're actually in the back in the rows. And the weekend that you guys weren't there, um, I was over by the hard camera and then and uh ultima lucha we're not in the bleachers at all you might see us no, but
1: we're, we're not actually, in the ultima lucha we're behind the hard camera so you're probably not gonna well i got they still I got, got some shots camera. of us so yeah, yeah. We'll see we use them
2: Dolph Ziggler's brother who can't murder anyone and he looks like a dork with his blue hair sitting on his hands oh that was Dolph's brother wasn't it anyway
0: Dude, you
1: look like fucking tim burton right now bro so mac versus yeah. mala
0: suerte um good match
1: yeah yeah dude i fucking love Malasuarte. i've seen these guys wrestle outside of lucha underground
0: but i liked it more here and dude yeah uh i thought it was a really good match and you could tell that they, that they've squared off before um, yeah. they had a really good rhythm. Like the the joke spots worked, the chain wrestling was fucking amazing. I wanna say that these guys have had a dark match for Dragon Gate when they came out
1: once. I think it was the Mac and like I know it was Cholo, but I don't know if it was the Mac with him.
0: They were really fucking good. And 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 I just I love all the stuff that I think this was really the first time you got to see what the Miles character can bring to the table. Yeah. you know, as far as uh, you know, and, and keeping it real, a mid card guy, but one of those mid card guys, that's going to entertain you with the matches. You don't care if he wins or loses, but you're going to pop when he's out there and he's going to put in the work. It's going to do comedy spots, but he's going to do some actual real Lucha Libre and chain wrestling in there as well. It was fucking amazing. And the Mac knows how to sell all that shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. You that know That was great. It's, there is a big opportunity for these two guys to try and do a, a a bunch of Lucha Libre stuff and just come off as clunky and super slow since they both are kind of bigger guys. And I think they moved at a good pace and they really pulled it off. I was very happy with the Mac.
0: And who who knew Mac was so good at basing for somebody? I mean, it's amazing. Uh, see, that's the thing is Mac
1: doesn't really get to, to base enough in Lucha Underground. Like, it, it is a great asset to have. Maybe now that Drago's heel, we'll get to see him do more of that.
0: Well, and I think it was, I, I i think it was a conscious effort between the two of them because normally Malasuerte is has got a base for whoever he's wrestling. And I felt like this was the opposite. Mac was basing for him through half the match to let him get this character out, to let him show the stuff that he had. And I, I thought it was really cool. I was very, very pleased with this match. Um, so what, what's going to the next match? What, what, what do we have next? What's the, Oh, there was another vignette. Was that Cage? No, it was Mundo. Oh, God, no. It wasn't the Cage video. Oh, it, um, it was a really long training Oh, event. no, it was. It was Cage's gauntlet. It was the, uh, Dario says that Delgado wants to see him. Yeah. Uh-oh.
2: And Cage is too busy flexing. Yeah. I,
1: I I really need to explain the end of the show angle to people because people on Twitter were not getting it.
0: Well, we'll get there. We're not at yeah. the end of the show yet. How can you explain yeah. the end of the show before we get to the end of the show? already tweets yeah, about the end of
2: the show. We should talk about it.
0: Now what's next? It's, uh, Tejano so, and- No, uh, so, yeah, Cage is trying to get lured into this, uh, roofie rape scenario with Delgado. I don't know what's going on there. I just want to know, can Cage curl with the glove hand too, or just the- Is he going to only do left hand curls now, or can he
2: curl with the gauntlet too? I His think days of weightlifting with and with protein shakes are over, man. Oh, I, think I
1: guess you could that's like, right. cut yourself up, if you tried curling with the gauntlet on, I think it would hurt.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um- Let's see. So the next match was Pentagon versus Argenis. Oh, we didn't talk about the match yet. No, we did. Okay. Well, no, we have to talk about our two Raider Rey Reyes winners. Like, shouldn't this have been a sword fight? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what a difference a fucking year makes Jesus Christ.
0: Oh. Uh, I mean, look—the crowd popped for Arjannis before anyone knew who his opponent was. Like that was probably the best pop for Arjannis, and I almost felt bad as soon as Melissa right. announces Pentagon because this deafening roar yeah. happens. Polite right.
1: applause and then deafening roar. Uh, no, dude, we were so happy to to see not skeleton Arjannis. <laughs> you know. Cause we're like, oh shit, we haven't seen that skeleton in a while. We know that motherfucker's probably dead. But hey, it's Arhenis. All right.
0: I know, and it was, it was, dude. The crowd was so, so lit. Um, and I
1: think, I think this was like right after Mystico quit AAA, and and like no one expected to see Arhennis because he was his brother, you know? Yeah,
2: that's why he got the pop because he had been around for a minute too.
1: Arhennis uh, is fucking good. He's just not Pentagon. Anymore.
2: I like well, Arhenes. He no pulled one. off some really great stuff in the match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he got the shit kicked out of him in his Look, arm. our Arhenes had
2: some moments,
0: but he never had a chance. No. Let's just keep it real. Like, the return of Pentagon, he's been gone. He's all healed up. Um, he just never really had a chance. P- Pentagon ragdolls him into the ropes. The shotgun slaps and kicks. Um yeah. Though, Not though, we, Arhina's actually hit a cutter into a Kimura. Yeah, like he, hit it a happened. Dive, he hit a sick dive to the outside. The cutter into the Kimura was the
1: shit. And, uh, as, as the, as a submission expert, I love
0: it. I loved it.
1: It was a pretty sweet match. Um, Despite it being hit on the wrong person.
0: Well, it was, you know. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the... Cerro Miedo driver, is that what we're calling this now? Because that's not that's not what I'm fucking. It's doing. a pump handle driver. I mean, Stryker called it a Cerro Miedo driver this time, and I don't he know is, if I've ever heard like, him say that before. What is the cell kind of Four of different
1: things. Okay, look. Let's 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 just say the Pentagon fucking won. That's what it should be called. Pentagon fucking wins. Call it that, Stryker. And if you don't say the fuck, you're not a real fucking G. <laughs>
2: Um, You didn't talk like that when Matt was on the show.
1: Not that he's ever been accused of being a real
0: G in his life. But
2: Matt Stryker was on the show? He was on the show. Casey didn't talk like that. He talked like a bitch.
0: I should go back and listen to that. I didn't know he was on the
2: show. I bet it's pretty good. Um, it was okay. I, heard other, I heard otherwise.
0: Uh, so look, another good match. And Pentagon advances in the Queto Cup. He's on to round two. Um, oh, yeah. And so he should just walk away from the ring, right?
2: no no
0: no! because some some lucha libre gringo fanatic fan starts to fucking break his arm chant and i'm pretty sure i don't even know if that was booked to happen because arvin has already had his arm broken by pentagon and it was pentagon's return so i thought maybe yeah. they'll just let our out of the ring and pentagon's already getting this huge pop and i think they probably would have And i think he was actually going to leave the ring then somewhere decides to fucking start a break his arm chant i wonder who that could be Uh, you know arjenis is a nice fucking guy casey
1: hey you know what when i can be guilty of starting a break her arm chant against sexy star i i've got no qualms I, i there's there's no scruples in the world of lucha libre there's only people that do what needs to be done to please the fans
0: you're a dick casey started break his arm chant 400 other crazy believers in the fucking temple joined right the fuck in because yeah, so it my what happens
1: football, justin jesus christ they could have they could have shouted me
0: down they should have said no fuck you casey spare him if you're the guy who throws the trash can through the window and starts the looting you're the bad guy casey no.
2: you are a bad guy
0: it's you all right, Famous B, Tejano up next. Um, B wants Tejano to just hit him with an easy pin because he wants to represent him. I think that's smart business. You don't go around beating up guys that you want to represent. And we all know that Famous B, if he wanted to, if he wanted to, he could have thrown a shoe and won that fight because somebody
2: has to advance. It's the Cueto Cup. There has to I be like a winner. the integrity of Tejano he, Jr., to what? win by competition.
0: Yeah. Competition, yeah. the dude was already laying down, then he picked him up and he packaged Power to him, right? Like it was going to be – Oh,
2: no, it was, a, it was a power bomb. bomb. Yeah. Like it was going to be any fucking, different. It, yeah. Famous it was try. a
0: fucking Liger bomb, sir. Boom. Jewish Why Liger bomb? Who Liger bombs the best manager in Lucha Underground?
2: Tejano Man. is a tough cowboy.
1: You know, I, I'm i just – a lot of You know, like, okay, like, I don't know if this is what I, like, I'll be honest here. I don't know if this is how I would use Tejano, and I don't know if this is how I would get the importance of a tournament over by having a joke win in the very first episode of the tournament. That's something I may have
0: done differently. There's four of them. Come on. There's going to be four every week. Yeah. One of them could be a joke.
1: But I would have saved it for a week maybe. But I don't know if that's how I would use Tejano, but I'm glad to see them using Tejano. Cause sometimes it felt like he was a little bit of an afterthought and he's fucking good. And he's yeah. a big dude that beats the fuck out of people. And you he's gotta love good. that.
0: He's real good. His, his, his Lucha Libre strong style is amazing. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tejano and he's grown on me. Like I, I liked a lot of his triple a stuff before he came to Lucha his swearing,
1: Underground. his swearing is fucking on point.
0: Yeah. It's on yeah.
2: point. Yes. very, very good. Level.
0: He deserves an explicit
2: uh, title as well. Question yeah. on a comparison. Um, the comparison: uh, the Dr. Wagner version of Brenda versus the Tejano version of Brenda outfits.
1: Um, um, at least they don't have to worry about Brenda fucking around with the syringe during the match and breaking and it, and it. Never, never use it again. Um,
2: I like her cowboy banter.
0: I, I don't know. I, I thought I thought putting a mic on her. Uh, made it amazing because that wasn't uh, just camera mic, she was wearing a lav in this yeah, one. Yeah, I think and that I, was a really strong decision. And I'm gonna give Evie Dub credit for that one. I believe that was probably his doing. I give it to Stolman. Oh, fuck Stolman. That's not possible. It's Maybe it is. Stolman. it's totally possible. He just wanted to be the one to put the lav on her.
2: He's a look, look, man, he probably, look, he probably wanna, you her. You fuck Stolman, get in line is He what probably mic'd her. Was all up in her shirt, and she was like, "Why did Stolman grab my boobs?" And they're like, "We better put a mic on the end of that thing real fast. Or we're gonna um, get sued." Jesus Christ, Byron!
0: It's a classic. Did sound she slap Tejano's thing. ass? I think I might have looked away, but I heard a slap, and then I heard her. I looked up, and she was smiling at Tejano. Did she slap his ass? What happened
2: Probably, there? I don't know. They did the top sound effect for the slap. Oh, that's so messed up. See um, a lot of
1: the a lot of the girls in the temple would love to do that it's i mean the the screeching doesn't come across on tv as much as in person
2: there is a tejano section people slip when they walk by it
1: yeah yeah i heard i heard that sometimes when he comes on tv girls get pregnant just sitting in the audience at home and like that's a liability maybe that's why they don't use him so much you know
2: Oh, that's true
0: yeah that could be it um a lot of cowboy yeah. Okay, Fight Package. Love this. Fight Package. I didn't like it, Justin. You didn't like it with Chavello doing the commentary, the Ray yeah. thing? It felt like an MMA yeah. thing. I, I like know, that they're trying you know new stuff. I didn't like it, Justin,
1: you know I didn't like it. I'm going to come out, right and say it. Because when I'm thinking of a Just Latin product like Lucha fucking Libre, I want to hear a British guy talking. Sorry, me Flo.
0: Oh, f- Jesus. Here we go. I get that. Fuck. Here's, here's you know, my I, thing. I,
1: I want to be reminded of how Lord Alfred Hayes used to call Cato from the Orient Express Cato, and it pissed me off every week. I want to be fucking reminded of promotional consideration paid for by the following. Yeah, um, You know, Justin just left, didn't he, Byron? Do you not see Justin right now?
2: No, I think he left. I think he's tired of your shit. Should I talk exactly. about how
1: Lord Alfred Hayes supposedly has a Giant dick.
2: Should oh, I that, talk about that? All right. Well, now Justin's gonna come back to the show. <laughs> I thought I thought the the vignette thing is cool. I like it when professional wrestling presents itself like gives the viewer the opportunity to to suspend disbelief. Like let's watch the action movie and just pretend the action is real and enjoy what happens instead of all all the, like the WWE like wink wink. This is stupid and fake. But uh, I, I liked
0: it, but
1: how dope would it have been if they got Machete to do that fucking voiceover, bro? That would have been
2: awesome. But all, I just it felt out of place. Like the format of the show, it just removed me too much. Like we, there are no, they don't do reviews. There's no replay. They've moves. been
1: doing them more now. The, since the hiatus came back, there's been replays. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: But they didn't do that beforehand, and that's good because it makes you pay attention. Yeah, you and think-
1: then they, well, they started doing them now.
2: That's lame. Yeah. It's it's presented as an underground competition thing, and I like the grittiness of it, you know? Like, there's certain elements that, like, when you do reality TV, like I do, sometimes you need to, like, someone does something you, that you needed them to do, and it's on camera. So you got to, like, just have them recreate it real quick. Might even just be saying a line that your camera, whatever, right? Yeah. Big or small. and you don't shoot it as well as you can. You make it a little sloppy. So it looks like it fits into something that's real, that you're a half step behind and it feels authentic. And Lucha Underground felt more authentic to the underground fighting Dario Cueto temple. When yeah, they and a,
1: slick, a slick video package doesn't, doesn't feel like underground fighting to you is what like, you're
0: saying.
2: Like, yeah, like does Dario have like Adobe Premiere? On, Wait, under, why does it
0: have to feel like a uh, underground fighting? It's Rey Mysterio, who we already know is not an underground fighter. He's established. Hey, hey, hey.
1: they're all underground fighters now. They're not Johnny
0: right. Mundo. But but at the same time, like if you have an underground fight promotion and you get two of the biggest fighters in the world, like Mike Tyson comes to your underground fight promotion, you might hire somebody to do a, a bigger package for you. Who's doing
2: the graphics, Vampiro? Oh my God. <sighs>
0: No, I think it's much mataz- so So, Jason complains mataz- about how bad the graphics are for the Queto Cup, and you complain how good the graphics are for the fucking Rey Mysterio segment? No, no, I'm Jesus not surprised. It had
2: Chavello. it was awesome. I'm saying my only beef with it. I know I'm saying Justin, I very you hear much me? enjoy they have that aspect.
1: instead of Chevello. Did you hear me say that? Cuz it was a better idea.
2: You should thought. watch the show and you'll hear all the stuff Casey and I were saying. We both liked it, but we both have a couple of things that we didn't like that felt weird about how it was presented.
1: Uh, I'm sorry you had a pinch a loaf while I was making a good point, Justin. Jesus.
0: I don't you like to vomit on camera. Oh. No. You threw up? No, not at all. If I, if I was throwing up, I'd do that on camera because that'd be hilarious. No, I had to yeah. take a phone call real quick from, from, the, from the powers that be. Oh, not shit. Phone day, is, like, stuff.
1: stop talking shit, Justin. Remember, like,
0: yeah, you know, I might have gotten called out to shut some things down. It might have been some UFC people telling me to stop talking shit about DJ, the other DJ. It might have been some lucha people telling me to stop talking shit about that DJ. I don't know. Something about a DJ.
1: You got it. You're watching Full House and DJ Tanner was in the house.
0: Exactly. I'm only going to talk about
2: how's it going. No, I can't talk about on podcast. I don't want these guys to know I'm talking to you, Vince McMahon. All right. No, send the checks the same address. Thanks. Bye. You guys. Sorry about that. That was rude of me. Drago Aerostar.
1: Dude. Okay. Can we talk about how how fucking dope uh,
0: Satan Drago looks? Look, I love it. I I'm going to say this. Uh, Cobra Moon, super sexy, Khaleesi style, brings a red dragon to the ring on a chain, it's kinda hot.
1: The red, red dragons are fucking dangerous man. Red dragons I mean, are the most Thrones dangerous
0: base. of dragons and apparently uh, when you don't I feed don't
2: know, them. I know bro, what about Tiamat? Come on, come on, come on. Okay, Tiamat's dope. Game of Thrones I heard was based on Cobra it's- Moon. Oh, I thought like, you were going to say like, oh, based on old Dungeons and Dragons crazy. cartoons.
1: Um, yeah, fucking Presto and shit. I know. Yeah, fuck Presto. Fuck Uni too. <laughs> 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 yeah. beat me too.
0: Much. Um But okay, so look. Here's here's a little bit of the theory I got. Like when you don't feed a dragon, that's when they turn red. And that's why Drago's angry and he's got to earn a meal. That's what's I think happening, it's right?
1: She she doesn't let him have lotion.
2: Guys, when do we talk about Dominion? What? When do we talk about dumb Dominion, New Japan's show?
1: We don't because
0: it's not real.
2: 6.25 stars, that was the best match of the year.
0: But no, we're in the middle I, of the Lucha Underground part of the review. Yeah. Is I, this when we talk about New Japan Dominion? Yeah, I didn't know DJ
1: Book New Japan finishes. Is that what you wanted me to say? Okay.
2: No, they have good finishes.
0: Oh, wait, what are you (laughs) saying? (laughs) I can't edit that out. He's totally going to hear that if he ever listens to the hour four of the show, which he's promised
2: not to do because he thinks our show is too long. If he hears it, he'll just think it's Casey, like all of Casey's other
0: did. He gave us a ringing endorsement this week. He said we were at least as good as like five other podcasts, except we're still too long.
2: I'm, and then I'm, and then he
0: plugged to it. Wow.
2: I'm just making a joke.
0: He's
1: got one less podcast to listen to now. You're welcome.
0: Well, right, so, which makes room for him to listen to the second hour so he can hear some cool MMA and face-off stuff, even though we did it first this time. What I yeah, love
1: was first, that... Wait, That's called a tease. That's called a tease. What, what was I love was like, that... We're still talking about
2: his show. We're still talking about awesome things that he did. In the junior yeah, tag well, match, there is a power bra- Power bomb. bomb on the apron spot. You're still yeah. talking about New Japan. Yeah, uh, Rocky Romero took a power bomb on apron, and you know what? That was early in the match, and he sold it for the whole match. Like you, I thought you hated
0: happens. apron spots, Byron. But no, you no, sold he it sold it sold the whole it, no. match. His so partner, you know Rocky
1: Romero doesn't sell the having one eye. So there.
2: Yeah, but that's not. Maybe he has a two eyes. There's a
1: patch, bro, and then he takes it off and wrestles like a normal person. Come on, no. Sell the one eye. Sell it. his mask.
2: Once he wins some more matches, he can afford the rest. What of does
0: this have to do with Drago versus Aerostar?
2: One of the best matches I've seen all this whole week. I was looking in chat. Someone wrote you know what happy I didn't like me think of it.
1: You know what I didn't like, Justin? What? I didn't what like did you Matt like? Striker starting off the match by these guys have faced off seven times before. We didn't need to hear that, bro. We didn't need to hear that. We didn't all need right. a reminder.
0: So now really Drago like, has been red stuff. in the past, but this is a different blood red that he's doing now, right? This is a, actually a new mask, right?
1: Yeah. Well. And there, you know, there's some cool color variants of Drago that we haven't seen in Lucha Underground. He's got a, he, there's a pretty dope green one out there too that I don't think he ever wore on the show. The um, si- the
0: shinier green one.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool looking. He did it on AAA
0: for sure. Yeah. I remember seeing that,
1: but, um, I just want to point out that it's his face, not a mask, DJ. And, uh,
0: yeah, dude. Well, I think th- they're saying that now. I think they're kind of acknowledging that now.
1: Yeah. Dario called it a mask. Uh, but that was a long time ago, right? We got to see the right thing happen, which was if Drago would have lost this match and been out of the tournament, it's completely shitting on the seal turn and making it not important and shitty.
0: So, no, and I think that this is this was a good angle. Right. I like that they're they're playing it out here. I also like that they let these two guys just put on a lucha libre clinic for a while, let them feel it out. And you know how Aerostar is; he's gonna call his fucking matches in the ring. And Drago is one of the few people that really gets it when he does it, so the spots don't get blown. You know, because they're 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 playing fast and free and pretty loose. Hence star taking a dive that lands him mostly on people in the first row instead of Drago. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I think that so, that look that goes on purpose because he sold it and it factored into like after that dive Drago took over and won.
0: I mean, it was good. In fact, we were on the other side though. And I was so pissed because when that dive happened, I don't think we understood quite how tremendous that was.
1: No, we didn't see half of that shit. We were at a really bad angle for it. so it was Yeah, for that
0: match especially. We were exactly caddy corner, so we were looking at apron. We saw none of how that dive landed.
1: Just, I saw people complain that Aerostar lost, and I don't think it's in the way that they're supposed to be mad. Like They thought he got screwed booking-wise. First of all, welcome welcome to Aerostar. He never wins. Watch his AAA work.
0: And, and no there, one's going to win against a heel the week after they major heel turn no that that's the finish that had to happen <laughs> absolutely if, perfect yeah. finish
1: and um yeah yeah i had no problem with that finish whatsoever i thought it was a good match i thought some of their other ones were better but this had a better story to it because it actually had a story to it other than two guys just fighting each other to
2: see who's the best well
0: yeah and ending it with the uh face first wheelbarrow slam after the the match like yeah. Guys, that, that's what tells you like this is a needed storyline here. Yeah, Drago's not finishing him off after the match with extra unnecessary stuff unless he's really, you know, they're really pushing the heel turn and they've got some plans and Cobra Moon's got plans. And the Reptile Tribe, like like it or not, Reptile Tribe is here to stay. And it's, it's like, you no,
1: know, it's hard to boo Drago because he's fucking dope, so they have to have him do shit like this to get people angry enough to boo him. And uh, And trust me, Everyone ended up booing him,
0: so it it worked. It totally worked. Um, So let's get to our final segment. You think the show's going off the air. You're about to send out your final tweet of the night about Lucha Underground and how awesome it is uh, because it was a really, really good, even, awesome episode. And then um, we get another renegade spot which we love Renegade when he's on. We yeah, love Catchman Delgado. That's really good. We'd I can't have, wait to see the next
1: have thing one. have one of the on least show. interesting characters kill one of your most interesting characters, but the segment was dope, and it had a lot of story implications that a lot of people weren't picking up on that I'm just dying to talk about, Justin.
0: Okay, well, first of all, um, Lorenzo Llamas is fucking dead.
2: Yeah, I, I don't hold know. Hold on. Maybe he was resting
0: maybe
1: he just punched like the ravioli he was eating. Like he had one of those little microwave ones and Cage punched it and it splattered all over him.
2: He eats a lot and often, so that would make sense.
0: But why, I mean, Councilman Delgado just wanted him to embrace his power. I just don't know if he wanted to embrace it through his chest or face or whatever Cage went through. This is
1: wrong though, this is wrong because what really happened is, this is what people are forgetting, Justin. Okay, give it to me, Case. Tell me, tell me how how, how it really goes. That glove is the embodiment of this fucking God. The God lives within the glove, this this entity. Let's call it an entity, right? See, now Justin's going to the bathroom. He's not gonna hear my awesome explanation, but-
2: uh, Here's Justin, what's up, Dana White? Yes, yes, whatever you say, Dana White. Um, I'm on your payroll. I'm a big player in the UFC. That's what he's doing. he's He's making all the moves.
1: so anyway, anyway, uh, Delgado wanted to get Cage to work under him and control him, but this yes. entity this entity isn't gonna let that happen because this entity he was the entity's lackey when it was controlling the limo guy. Guess what? We're never going to see who the fucking limo guy is. It doesn't matter. The glove was the important part, okay? So don't be going, who the fuck's the limo guy? It doesn't matter. We're never even going to find out probably. Well,
2: it's like Matanza is the same thing for Dario. Matanza's in a cage and that's basically a slave warrior.
1: And it's a god that's been put inside his brother's body by a, a weird ritual that his father did when they were children.
2: Yeah. Which we don't need to go into those details. But
1: anyway, place, since uh, we
2: talked so much about Nambla already,
1: so uh, <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas is dead because he he insulted this god that lives inside the glove.
2: And or is he dead because he insulted Cage?
1: I don't think the it Lord. was I don't think it was Cage in charge. I think it was the god saying, "No, no, you work for me, ho. I don't work for you." And then, bah.
2: So now him. what happens, because this dude is dead, there's going to be questions.
1: Well, you know what? This dude was the one getting the money from Dario for protection and stuff. And if the god is in cage now, he doesn't need fucking money from Dario. He could just go get it himself. He doesn't need Lorenzo Lamas around to do it. So,
2: yeah. No, that's he- not what's missing. It's the protection now. Dario doesn't get that protection now
1: maybe dario doesn't need the protection because the only cop that's left is bumbling ass fucking fake spider-man whatever the fuck his name is now I and mean, hello. I,
0: i'm listening i feel like you're reading way way deep into this i mean look he's got a, a, a weapon that uh makes him feel like there can be only one so uh when he's wearing it he puts his hands through people's chests and what you really, I mean, and it looked like pizza. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, bad foreshadowing for Vinny Massaro. Yeah. Because yeah. aren't, aren't they squared off on the fucking bracket? Yeah. Holy shit. I really like Vinny. Vinny's a nice guy. Cage might fucking murder him. Are we going to see the death of Vinny Massaro on Lucha Underground? Like, who's going to oh, tweet about the show? Is he going to get if, fucking killed? If he does, like we can replace him but i don't really want cage on the
1: show because i follow his twitter no
0: and um you just don't want cage on the show because he's a married man now and you can't have him or oh, he's an engaged man
1: wait what no no i thought <laughs> Undo was the one that was engaged to taya congratulations oh congratulations. he's got oh so so can, cage isn't engaged i don't know i i stopped <laughs> no, i stopped but you know what though i would like to get the glove on the show and they
0: can speak to us in sign language if they want the gloves got to go on that uh, Man at Arms show first, though.
1: Now I said it doesn't go on shows named after the shittiest
0: of E-Man characters. I think that that would be a good tie-in, though, if they had the gauntlet on there. Like, what if it was an all-Lucha Libre weapon show? Like, they had the gauntlet, they had the Raider sword. Like, that could be cool.
1: Tejano's uh, bull rope. My fucking Believer's Backlash strap. Maybe that could be interesting but anyway uh
2: they still have it
1: yeah so there there are a lot of implications of this he doesn't need delgado's protection anymore because joey Ryan is working for dario now
2: oh that's true
1: remember that so okay, he's got the cops in his pocket the only the only thing that we really have to worry about is
0: fucking carmen's character fucking oh uh, if cage fucking kills carmen perez uh captain hotness um you we're gonna have kill her. some issues you yeah little can't little. Kill her, justin because she's got
1: that amulet remember she's got the half of the amulet that makes you immortal like
0: it's hey, 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 look, no 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 there's a difference between immortal and invincible though no Just no because no. something makes you live forever doesn't mean that you will live forever if somebody puts their fucking gauntlet through your chest
1: Nah, dude, maybe you can just live as, like, a head, you know? like Vampires get killed, man. Nah, but, like, say say that Cage, like, rips her head off, but she still has the thing around her neck. Maybe she'll be, like, Al Snow's head, but, like, a real person. DJ, you can have this one for free, bro, because I know I talk a lot of shit, but if you have a talking fucking head over season four, season five, season six, just write the checks (laughs) right away
0: well look i think we're gonna uh if they do group b next week group b is cage versus Vinny massaro yeah god bless him i you know i heard he was in the tournament and i was like oh sweet vinnie might get a win he's gonna get over um and then you know at the end of the episode you're like shit Vinny's up against the guy that just murdered somebody who's got this big storyline that doesn't bode well for vinnie i know i was saying look anything's possible in lucha underground world with uh, Chris Roach and, and Joseph writing the show. Um, and, you know, EB Dub has a sense of humor. Um, but I know also at the same time, DJ has, has threatened that, that Vinny may or may not ever get a win. <laughs> um,
1: um, it, I think it's just, uh, well, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm maybe the that drives cage insane. And there's some kind of swerve ending and Vinny actually gets a win, which would be so fucking epic to have him maybe, go maybe on
1: video, get the glove and put it on and he'll be the new host.
0: Maybe. I'd love to see Vinny get a win and then the winner of the next match be Masquerita because it's Masquerita versus Pindar. (laughs) So if you got in the second round Vinny versus Masquerita, that would be so fucking amazing. I would pop so hard. I would watch Lucha Underground forever if that happened. I would would uh, bow down and kiss Krista Joseph's uh, converse. If, i, if I wouldn't mind
1: happens. seeing pindar versus vinny because that would be a good fucking match
2: okay um, well, that's
0: possible too i mean most likely you're going to get cage versus pindar but we'll see um yeah, so fair. then you also have marty the moth versus Saltador, who also is known as checkers yes um, oh. even
1: though that's chessboard
0: colors we kind of whatever we call them checkers. checkers
1: but chess man's taken so you can't call him that so there you go yeah. Yeah.
0: Checkers. means jumper So, um, I'd like to see Saltadar go over there and Marty, I don't know. I'm guessing Marty will go over because he's probably a bigger name in Lucha Underground at this point, but, uh, we'll see. And then you got Phoenix versus Mariposa. That's going
1: to be dope, dude. Uh, That's that's a a great
0: match. Uh, you know, cheerleader Melissa's fabulous, future legend, whatever, Mariposa, whatever her name is. Um, she's a really, really good wrestler. She's like like good on the level that she should be teaching other people, and I believe she does. You know, let's just hope she doesn't become the Hugh Morris of Lucha Underground, because I think she deserves some big stuff.
1: Hey, look, listen,
0: Hugh Morris was Wing Champion for quite some time. Oh, I know. He deserved a little more out of WWE though when he was finally over there.
1: Uh, I I gotta say, um, uh, there's another match that you're about to mention. I
2: think
0: I'm going to Group C next. Okay, okay. Who's in group C? Group C. We've got uh Vibra versus Paul London. I'm imagining New Snakes going to go over the uh, Happy Warrior there, but we'll see.
1: I got a lot of stuff to say that I can't say, but I'll say it later. Um what's the next match in C?
0: Venino aka um Reyes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Versus Milmret Milmret Mert Murk Cortez. <laughs>
1: so,
0: um, no Cortez. No worried about Vinny
1: dying, but we're not worried about Cortez Castro dying right here because it's fucking Mill Murtaes, bro. Come on. Know, I'm
0: worried. I'm worried. I'm pretty sure Mill goes over there and um that could be the end of uh Officer Reyes in disguise there. Mm-hmm. Cortez Castro, the man of of three known uh, aliases. How's the cop going to be the one with all the aliases? so strange uh, i don't
1: know
0: man um then we got uh jeremiah crane versus Killshot, and um uh-huh. i'm not even gonna lie holy shit be ready okay. to strap yourselves in for that one folks yeah. uh, you were uh,
1: you were there right justin
0: yes sir sir yes there. sir byron were you there for this one i don't know maybe there's no but way that whole match makes makes air right i Uh,
1: I don't know dude but live this match was fucking amazing jesus christ like if you're like i i would say like out of all the matches i remember in the tournament it's been a year so it's kind of a blur uh this is one of the ones that really stood out is holy shit i fucking love that match and i can't wait to see this one on tv this one's gonna be great do not miss this match
0: I'll tell you a match I did not see was this Joey Ryan versus Taya match. I would have loved that. I did. I, I, that'll be totally fresh and new to me. Did you see that one case? I don't remember. Uh, it had to be on a Saturday because I certainly didn't see that one. Because remember, I missed a whole weekend with the flu. Right. And I only went to one that weekend. Yeah. Um, so it that I can't mention Saturday. the match that was the headliner, but it was fucking amazing. And I wish you guys had been there. There was a couple that were amazing because that, uh, that was the 100th episode taping yeah
1: i still don't have a shirt EV dub
0: yeah Um, i don't have a shirt you guys gotta see EV dub first which means he's gotta run a show first yeah i already bought him a shirt um so group d sexy star versus pj black interesting Mm. (sighs) i mean
1: I don't, okay. I don't remember the match. So I, I,
0: and I, I don't, I don't think I saw that match, but, and I couldn't tell you like, even based on storyline wise, who gets over there? Like either you, you have sexy you star lose and you know, the feud continues. Um,
1: nothing or, would make me happier than sexy star being out in the first round
0: or sexy star wins and then goes on to the next round. But, the next round is Ricky Mandel versus Prince Puma. I'm guessing that Prince Puma's probably going to win that fight, and if he doesn't, there's going to be a lot yes, of... You
1: don't, you don't remember Ricky Mandel winning the whole tournament? You were there,
0: dude. Oh, you know. That's the yeah. obviously the best thing to happen to Lucha Underground. I, I,
1: I uh, Your student being uh, with him and Mundo for the belt, remember?
2: I can't bring up my favorite part of the Ricky Mandel-Puma fight. I can't, but if you remember what I'm talking about, it's one of the best things that happened and it actually is something that kind of happens every single show
0: (laughs) um let's Uh, see then you got el dragon azteca jr versus oh shit dante
1: fox like these two guys wrestling each other fuck yeah man
0: wow i don't think i saw that match either i cannot no i did see that oh i did see that match we we both saw that match oh i saw that match oh oh moving on i'm no comment all right and finally son of havoc versus question mark
1: don't let me talk about this Justin.
0: i really want this to be eli drake or ec3
1: i want it to be fucking you know, are we getting set, somebody
0: new here? Do you think?
1: Set, hey, last time we had a mystery opponent in Son of Havoc, we got Doctor Wagner Junior. Bnbnbnbnbn. BN, BN, BN. So I expect it to be just as monumental and earth-shattering. And if it's not, I will bitch about it on this show so fucking hard. Oh, you, you guys think, don't even know.
2: You think it's Psycho Clown? Everyone wants Psycho Clown to come on the show, dude. That would be dope. What do you think? What I bet it's still Rio coming back for a one-off. No, I bet, I bet no, it's fucking.
1: Really. I bet it's Hernandez coming back.
0: Baby nuts. Yeah, that'd be kind of dope. I'm no. still hoping for Leo Rush to come in, or hey, maybe it's the infamous uh, debut of Kevin Cross. Maybe it's the Sid thing that I've been teasing this whole season. It's never Sid. It's never Sid? Sid. It would be so awesome, but it's never Sid. Ah. <sighs>
1: I don't know how awesome it would be. Like I would mark out, but I don't think anyone else would. I, you know I would. Okay, that's good. That's good
0: because we get the fist bump, Sid, bro. Exactly. I've I've gotten the fist bump, Sid, once, and it hurt. It actually wasn't very fun.
2: I yeah. forearm bumps Chris Hero.
0: I got to. It, cool. it was a ECW Living Dangerously '99. I want to say I got to fist bump Sid.
2: Oh yeah, Sid's a little intense.
0: Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> Sid's there's a reason why they call him psycho sid like he's just as soon as the fucking music hits and he comes around he's like ah, ah.
1: he's he's kind of fucking nuts and he had a squirrel in his pants once and it bit his dick when he fell on
0: it um so look i'm gonna say this about this episode of lucha underground i it's been so long in the hiatus and it's thrown me off of my my feelings and and i don't know how to fucking feel these days but when I'm just looking at this going back to what I always loved about Lucha Underground, I felt like this was the most even well-rounded episode that contained all the stuff that I loved about Lucha Underground. It had a murder. It had matchups with the guys that I really love minus, you know, Dante and Killshot and a couple of these other people. But look, there's Pentagon Drago. Drago's always been one of my favorites, um, you know, and the Mac three of my favorites were on the episode. There was great vignettes. You got some really good Dario Cueto stuff. Um, I thought Vamp was super on on commentary. Um, It was just, I don't want to say it was the perfect episode, but it was really far up there. Like if the episodes keep hitting this kind of pacing and we can keep this kind of stride going into Ultima Lucha, like we've been saying, the second half of this season um, is going to be really, really lit. And it really is a shame that the the feelings that I know a lot of people had about Lucha Underground have waned a little bit. You know, a lot of people out who were big marks for Lucha Underground have faded out a little bit, and and the hiatus did serious damage. I want to say that it didn't. I want to just be um, hyped up about it. But look, when when I hype up Lucha Underground on Twitter and whatnot, it's on Wednesday nights, I still get into it. And I know a lot of other people don't. And I I can't force those people or push them or fault them for it. You like, know,
1: I don't just because they fucking stopped the West Coast feed being at five or I'd be down. I got to get up to work too fucking early. So I watched the show the next day. You know what I mean? Like,
0: well, and that might be it too. Like, um, it might be a little bit of the Netflix effect too. Of People know there's other ways to get it. Maybe people just aren't watching it live anymore. It's not appointment viewing. Hopefully it's still getting some decent numbers. I'd, I'd like to see the numbers from this week uh, for the return of Pentagon because I feel like they will be higher. Um, I'm also very surprised they didn't uh, promote it more. Him, like the the, the news dropped early that he was going to be on this week, but then they promoted everything else about the episode. And as much as I know they want to get all their characters over, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Like you have Brock Lesnar, he's going to be on Raw. You promote the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Now, WWE got fucked because they were up against the last game of the NBA Finals that everybody watched instead. But they did the right promotion. If Brock's going to be on, you don't fucking promote Alexa Bliss. You don't promote someone else. You you promote fucking Brock. If Pentagon's going to be on the episode, you don't promote Drago versus Aerostar, as great as a match as it is. You promote fucking Pentagon. Right? <laughs> Am I crazy? You know, um,. I don't know, man. Look,
1: like I I feel like they should be treating the guy like Stone Cold was treated in the Attitude Era because I've heard the pops for both of them in person, and they're the same pops, and this is the same love that he's getting that Stone Cold fucking got. And you gotta strap a rocket to this guy, and make all the money that there is to be fucking made.
0: That's- I mean, look, they put him all over the promotion for season season three. You know, before season three came out, Pentagon is the fucking he's the ticket. Like. And look, as much confidence as I know they have in building other stars, you don't have to build a top star. No. Pentagon is the top star of Lucha Underground. It's not Puma. It's not Mill. It's not any of these other guys. It's fucking Pentagon. You you can see it from that episode. Every time we're in there, it's not hard to get people going behind Pentagon. Even though Casey might be the biggest mark, he certainly isn't the only one. No. Um, and you also, know, I got to mark say- out for a lot of guys in Lucha Underground, but man when he's in that temple It's infectious and I gotta say you can have all the confidence in
1: building new stars as you want A billion dollar company hasn't come up with another stonehold. Yeah, so you're not gonna yeah. come up with another pentagon
0: That's just my opinion. You're now. not so I give it high marks I, th- I feel like it's an eight out of ten maybe nine out of ten episode. Um, well, I do a five-point scale Pentagon right. was on the
1: episode, and he won five
0: out of five. So are you going to keep watching oh, now God. the Pentagon's back in the mix? Has it has it revived you? Well, I mean, I kind of feel obligated to at this point.
1: I mean, it's not on the same time as Blood Drive. It's on, like, before it, and I just DVR both of them anyway. But, uh, no, man. I, I mean, like, I watch it because I do the podcast and we talk
0: about it. <laughs> hey no, you were the one that got us all to go to lucha underground case no i am you created this like, monster i feel like this is my fault
1: to where i lose like eight hours of my week every week for podcasting now and nah uh, but i get to talk about he-man sometimes that's dope you know
0: Well, would oh, you shit. have to have an all He Man no. episode and have dj back on i didn't talk about the fire pro news holy shit go the fire pro oh, news? Um,
1: we okay so there is a fire pro event next wednesday Featuring uh, Super Sasa Dongo Machine, who used to wrestle as the Super Shit Machine, and I love that name so much more. And um, a Sasa Dongo is a delicious rice-based snack, and uh, not as cool as Super Shit Machine. And then there's some guy that his name's Kota Abushi. I've never fucking heard of him. He's gonna be at the event too. Is I'm he going
2: to be fighter? What? is coda gonna uh coda abushi is he gonna do a, a, a mma fight
1: no coda is gonna be there talking to the fire pro people wednesday and they are going to announce the release date on wednesday so next time we have a show we're gonna have a release date for fucking fire pro That's
2: exciting. all right
0: that's exciting news um yeah. i'll tell you what's not exciting this week wwe i think they knew that they were up against the uh finals so uh it was kind of a garbage episode other than the Brock thing. I think they shot the Brock thing at the beginning of the episode with uh Samojo. And other than that, WWE pretty much did nothing this week. Oh, Lana. Lana got a fucking power slam on somebody in a dress. That was kind of cool on SmackDown. <laughs> did you watch just, any WWE this week, Byron? I just
1: no. a second while you were talking about that.
0: I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I I I'll I'll reserve uh oh. Well, WWE did do this, and you'll like this, Casey, even though you probably don't know about it. Um, they they didn't want to be outdone by Lucha Underground, so WWE decided that a really long three fall main event uh, for the tag titles should end in a fucking draw between Sheamus and Cesaro and the Hardys, hmm. because we didn't get enough wow, of a everyone draw loves out fucking- of yeah. You remember when Sheamus and Cesaro seven best out of seven ended in a draw. These are the last two fucking guys WWE should ever put anywhere near any kind of fucking draw situation.
1: Mm -hmm. Kind of like and Omega shouldn't have had a draw. Oh my
0: God, just stupid. Um, And then, you know, SmackDown had an awful eight man tag. And uh, there's some funny stuff with Shinsuke and AJ and Sami Zayn, but you know, their headliner was, you know, a three way six man tag bullshit match. Genders promos are getting better, though. I like gender. I, I, I just, I just like got
1: promoted, them. promoted to Raijin, baby. Fucking thunder god! What's You're the man. God of thunder and rock and roll.
2: All right, well, I got. I'm out. I'm done. I gotta go. I have to work in a few hours.
1: Yeah, Mark Hunt, Derek Lewis, stand back on. I'm sweating like fucking Mark Henry right now, man. Five huge, out
0: of five stars. Listen, huge, huge win for Mark Hunt over Derek Lewis, who if you thought one of the two of them was going to retire, you didn't think it was going to be uh, Mark Hunt or you didn't think it was going to be Derek Lewis. And now Derek Lewis is talking about retiring.
1: Wait, re- did I call Did I call Mark
0: Hunt winning? Yeah, you did. You did. I called Derek Lewis and you called Mark Hunt. Um, for this weekend, there's a fight pass card that starts first thing in the morning on Saturday. Holly Holm versus Betch Cohea. It's do or die for Holly Holm. I think Holly actually wins by KO in the third round. Uh, ooh, 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 you no. think Betch or Holly? I think Betch has got it. She wins in two rounds. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Now it's going to... I'm going to be more interested to watch the fight now. Um, Arlovsky versus Marcin Tabura. Um, Andre Arlovsky did not train at Jackson Winks like he was really supposed to. But uh, I think I think he's still going to get my vote for this fight. I think this will be oh, his last how little hurrah. Is
1: Andrei Lar- Arlovsky at this point
0: old as shit? He's like my age, man.
1: I feel like I've been seeing him fight forever.
0: So you think Tabura can win? I mean, Marcin Tabura's is pretty
1: good. I don't know, man. I'm a fan of the vampire mouthpiece. I always have been, you know. <laughs> fucking dope mouthpiece. So. Yeah, so you got a pick? No, uh, no. I think Arlovsky's going to lose because he's like a thousand years old at this point. Okay.
0: Me and Casey are are at odds here. Stun Gun Kim versus uh, Colby Covington. I'm going Stun Gun. I, I'll never pick a guy named Colby for anything. <laughs> All right, so Stun Gun it is. We agree on one. Uh, Tariq S- safidine versus Rafael Dos Anjos at 170 pounds, and I'm going to pick Rafael by uh, decision.
1: I think I agree with you on that one too. Actually, yeah.
0: For oh, sure. This is this is going to be a good one. takanori Gomi versus Justin Tuck. Okay. I think Gomi is okay. going to squeak by. I don't think he's going to get the submission that some people are thinking he's going to get. I, I think, think he's going to win. I think it's
1: great that there's a fighter that's named after our favorite time when we get you to drink a lot and do your Silence of the Lambs impression, the Justin Tuck. <laughs> but.
0: Uh, I'd fuck me.
2: I'd fuck me
1: hard.
0: Oh. If dude.
1: Gomi's on like a
0: 9,000 lost streak um wait aren't both these guys on the thousand lost streaks? yeah i mean they're pretty evenly matched when it comes down to it i think gomi squeaks by i think he gets i want game. gomi to win i'm a little worried that he won't because
1: it, whoever loses this is a loser leaves ufc match right here for sure
0: well so is holly home versus betch Koea. both of them can oh, especially yeah. holly
1: they should just call it that. They should just book it as a fucking loser leaves match.
0: <laughs> stip stip <laughs> match in wrong. UFC. That'd be great.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we almost had a hair versus hair match. Yeah. You know? All right, last fight um, Alex Caceres, AKA Bruce Leroy, versus Rolando Die. I'm obviously taking. Bruce Leroy. I don't even know who yeah. Orlando Die is.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter because I'm always gonna take
0: Bruce Leroy because I always pick, pick Bruce Leroy too, even when he loses. Fuck it. Yeah, he's
1: he is one of my favorite fighters, and always will be.
0: All right, Robert Smith, go to bed. Thank you for putting up with this. I'm in the same boat you are. Doing some 14-hour days tomorrow. I got on a six-day week this week too. I
1: got the day off tomorrow. Four-day week, baby.
2: You're an asshole. I got to finish my show in two weeks. We have to build a house and have a reveal it and stuff. Yeah, me too. I I, we got to finish building like five cars in two weeks. So we just got the host of the show back too. So it's you know now at least I have my host job again. All
0: right. Well, so for uh, Byron Fever, who needs to go produce a television show. For uh, Lucha Gringo, who doesn't need to do shit tomorrow, and for me, the oh, Owl no, I read, no, uh, What's my name? Awesome is Sharp Hand Casey. Oh, I'm sorry. Sharp Hand Casey. Until next time, stay calm and stay in the mix.